Welcome to Circus Voices, brought to you by CircusTalk.com, the leading online casting marketplace for circus and performing arts, and an essential resource for circus and multidisciplinary artists and talent seekers. I am your host, Jonathan Lee Iverson from In Center Ring. Our podcast features engaging conversations with acclaimed international experts, including professional artists and talent seekers. Seekers, creative leaders, influential coaches and teachers, and industry innovators. These interviews offer you insight into the diverse and dynamic world of circus and performing arts. In this week's episode, Kiana Weber, the reality show sensation and seventh generation circus star of New Zealand's most famous big top, the Weber Brothers Circus. Along with her dazzlingly talented family of artists and impresarios, they are now broadening the depth and scope of the circus as we know it by bringing not only their spectacular extravaganza to cities around the world, but by inviting children of all ages into the everyday lives of one of the circus industry's most celebrated families on their massively successful television series, The Circus, on Bravo TV New Zealand. All right, here we are with one of the major stars of a huge, huge hits show down down under, actually, yes, in New Zealand. <laughs> She's the star of The Circus on Bravo New Zealand. I'm so happy to welcome her. And uh, I'm just, you know, the more and more I read about you and your family, I, I, I just scratch my head and I'm like, I need to go to New Zealand. We're talking about the wonderful Kiana Weber. Kiana Weber. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm just so happy that you took the time. Um, you all are really, your lives have accelerated ever since you got the reality show with Bravo TV, correct? Yeah, like it's crazy. Um, we we had a YouTube channel and um, we would always video and post on our YouTube channel because we thought um, that there's like something missing that people don't see from behind the scenes of the circus, which is like backstage, what happens after the show finishes. Like, you know, uh, like especially on a touring traveling circus where it's, we stay in caravans and all stuff like that. Like, you know, we have barbecues after the show. We go out and do things together so I think that was something that we thought that like from our point of view that people would want to see um on our social media so we started doing that and um uh from there someone came and done like a trucking show they wanted to film all our trucks <laughs> and um <laughs> actually it's crazy it's so crazy so we we've done the trucking show and we said oh you should watch our YouTube channel um because like there's some good content on there and they were like Okay, so they watched it. They said none of the interns and everything like that could take their eyes. They watched every single episode of our YouTube channel and they loved it so much that they um, literally two weeks later they already had something to give to the networks and then literally two weeks after that um, Bravo picked it up, which is so crazy. It happens so, so fast. Um, yeah, and then and then like literally before season one even aired, we already got um, greenlit for season two, which was amazing. wow, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> so your season two was greenlit before even season one premiered, due to the fact that you just had so much content already. Yeah, they they 
the TV producers, they were like, it never happens that we get a season out so quick. They said there's just so much content that we can just keep spewing three, four seasons out every every year. They said that it's crazy how fast we can get a season out. Like we started filming season three in December and they said that it's literally literally been one year and we've filmed two seasons and the start of season three, which which is crazy. That And I don't know much about the film industry, but they said that it never, ever happened like that. But that's circus. I mean, that like... Because circus is like a content machine, you know? I mean, it like really the is. life. Yeah. And, you know, we never notice it because we're always, you know, we're in the content. We're always doing this, doing that, getting the people going when the lights go out. But these people, they just follow us around so they can get all that content, all that good content for the TV show, which I think is awesome as well. And so there are talks now about you all venturing to the United States. Yes, yeah, so uh, we are in talks at the moment. Um, we're hoping, we've already got plans to go there. Uh, we're just waiting for the borders to open, really. Mm. Um, so we won't bring the whole circus. It'll be kind of like a family vacation. Um, so, yeah, so I think that's going to be exciting, too. Oh, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. My goodness. Wow. Well, I'll definitely be there some way, somehow. <laughs> yes. It's so it's fascinating. I was reading somewhere where like your mother was kind of on top of that, where she Marie, the, the wonderful Marie, yeah. super mama Marie, we're going to have to talk about her soon, but where she would yes. actually you all would talk about the possibility of a reality show for quite some time. Yeah, well, I think, you know, we've been doing circus for, well, my family is seventh generation mm-hmm. um, uh, circus panels and stuff like that. So we've been doing circus, well, I've been doing circus my whole life. And I think my whole life, um, just so many crazy things happen in the circus. I think anyone that's been in the circus knows that just so many crazy things happen. And we always say, like, this should be a reality show. Like, this is a reality show I would watch. Um, so, which then it happened and I think we were in such shock because we always spoke about it but we didn't think it would happen and like now we're the number two um tv show in New in New Zealand on uh Bravo's channel which I think is so awesome as well that people actually want to watch it that is huge and I I just think it's so you know over here in the states you know uh you know we've always had people talking about that in various shows um of course I think we have this interesting fraternity, of course, right? Because everyone who's in the circus industry knows that no day is ever the same. You can have all the plans you want. Chaos is, is literally our normal. We just know how to thrive. Yes. We know how to, we're very uh, pliable. Um, and it is, it's a lifestyle conducive to a reality show. It's real reality TV. And I think what's great about it is, it's not salacious nonsense. Like you actually have real extraordinary talents and you're actually a real big family. And it's a big family that comes with all the stuff, you know, I mean, you're going to have some drama, you're going to have loving and kissing, you're going to play hard, you're going to work hard, you're going to have all those things. And I just think it's, and it's whole, essentially, I think it's wholesome, Uh, television you know i think it's wholesome content with with a splash of drama and sass maybe but it's incredible yeah 
yeah, I've done like a few interviews and people are like, like, you know, like we know that reality TV sh- uh, isn't like real. Like we know most of it isn't probably real, but like what's the best thing that happens? And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's real. It's real. Like uh, I'm like, no, it's like it's it's real. It's real stuff. Like, you know, like, um, you know, I think, you know, sometimes they over-exaggerate the long pauses and stuff like that, but all of it is real. So I think that's what um, I like most about it is that, you know, that you get to see the real thing. I love it. Now take us through, you know, the history of your family. Now you say you're, you're about seven generations of. Yeah, I think around that. Okay. And so is it true you all, the, the Weber brothers didn't begin in Germany? Uh, So my dad's family actually moved to Australia when he was eight years old. And they have been living there ever since. And I was born in Australia. Uh, my mum is from New Zealand. Okay. Uh, so she, her, her parents, uh, her dad's from New Zealand and her mum's from Tonga. So, uh, like, it's like a nice mesh of culture and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's really fun. Which is evident in your, I mean, in, in your visage. I mean, you're, you look like... The, the embodiment of that part of the world. And uh, so is your whole family. And you're, you're a beautiful family, of course. Um, oh, and I guess you, you have to be to be entertainers, I guess, right? Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I, listen, I think it's just one of these incredible stories where you're this family that your entire life really revolves around each other. You know, I mean, there's no escape. It's like everybody's hands on deck, even probably the the smallest person in the family. I mean, everybody. uh, What what is that experience like? I mean, for the uninitiated, I have a good indication of it. But I mean, for the uninitiated, I I think there's something, of course, enchanting about it. But you 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 tell me, what would that be? What is that like? Um, you know, my mum and dad have uh, eight children together um, and it's like seriously, we all always make sure we're over at my mum and dad's house every night like, in their caravan. We're there every night. We always make sure we, after the show, we'll be straight over at mum and dad's and we'll be talking about different things. So we do the show and when we're doing the show, I get to work with my brothers and sisters, which I think is the most amazing thing mm. and the worst thing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> because we know each other better than anyone else. So right. um, we will be, I'll be doing something and then one of my brothers and sisters will be like, that's wrong, and then we'll get into a blue. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're still going to, like, my brother rides around me in the globe of death. So, like, right. you know, i got to make sure I've made good with him in, <laughs> until that gets up to that part of the show. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think uh, it's like any family dynamic. You have yes. your bad days, you have your good days. But at the end of the day, we have to make sure that we work together. Mm. And we do. We really do. We do double trips together. We, my brothers help my dad build things because my dad builds all our caravans that we live in. Wow. And uh, he builds the stage that we have, the seating. He builds literally everything. <laughs> so it's so he built he built our side poles. We actually just put up a new uh, a new uh, big top. So he built the side poles for that. And you know, I think that you know 
just the family part of it is why we love it so much because at the end of the day, we all go to my mum and dad's place and we just have a good chat and then we all go home. <laughs> but um, I think especially my uh, fiancé, he's an only child. So not anymore. From his pers- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said for the, for his from his perspective for the first like I think it was like two years he said it was a real adjustment because like you would drop everything for your family mm. and I said yeah, yeah of course <laughs> you'd be like you know like I've never had brothers and sisters to you know to drop everything for and I'm like oh, you know it just ha- you just don't realize it because you're you're in that twenty four seven it's so beautiful I mean because this is. I think in many respects, you, you, the Weber brothers circus, your family is really the epitome of the classic circus family. You know, you have this family, everybody has their peculiar skill or skills. Um, and of course, nobody just does one thing. Um, no. and all hands are on deck. Everybody has something to do with this family business. Um, that's the charm of it. You get to create this family business. You get to invest in it, build it, pass it on to next generations. And so everybody's heartstrings are attached. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I just think it's, it, it sounds, it, it is, again, it's perfect for media. I mean, this is something right out of a novel, you know, and, and we don't hear much of that anymore, but this was common in the golden age of the circus for families to be this to be this hardworking, you know, where they would have all of these different moving parts. So I I know with you, you're an aerialist um, among other things, but, you know, I was looking at your content and and again, you please go to their YouTube page. And I tell you, it is, it's, it's, it's riveting. It's like, you can't turn away. And of course I noticed you weren't just doing your act or acts, you were also, you were dealing with lights and sound and dealing with concessions. Your mother's basically the ringmaster there, like wrangling everybody, all of the logistics there. Um, I didn't see your dad because he's probably somewhere just building something, but everybody was somewhere doing something. And do you know what? I think that's the most amazing thing about the circus is, um, like, you know, people that don't come from long lines of circus generations and all that stuff that haven't grown up in the circus and they come into the circus and they just have their one act, which, of course, like, you know, would be amazing. But then they come in and they learn all this, all these other things, which mm-hmm. I think is the best thing about the circus. Like, you don't just uh, learn your act, you learn, like, you learn, um, like, for me especially, I learned the silks and then, you know, I learned the Russian swing and then I learned this and then I learned that I couldn't even imagine four years ago knowing how to get up onto the sound and lighting desk and know everything about it because uh over the last two years I've learned every single thing you can about the lighting desk and how to design lights because uh my passion really is to to design the show at the moment that's my favorite thing to do um I still love 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 being on stage I still think that being on stage is the best feeling but I also like you know the intricates behind all that you see on stage so I think that's so awesome too that you get to learn all these different things um along the way do you see yourself transitioning into a producer eventually not just of circus but maybe of other uh other uh genres of entertainment 
Yeah, definitely. I still, I still, you know, I still love being on stage. I still love doing aerial and doing all these other things, which I think I still have a good few years of me left. As you know, circus performers get banged and bruised all the time. Um, I have a bad back already. So. Right. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think that definitely uh, producing will be one thing that I definitely will move into in the next couple of years um, because I just really love that. I think that um, producing something that you see on stage is just so amazing and sometimes when you're on stage you don't get to see the little things that you want to change so after the show, I'm sitting on the computer watching the whole show again. Um, but, yeah, I love that. I love that about the circus. That's wonderful. Now, uh, with regards to your casting choices, you know, when you build a new theme, obviously, look, y- y- your family's big enough, of course, to fill a lot of spots. But, of course, you all are bringing in talent um, from around the globe. Uh, how do you yeah. all actually determine these casting choices? when it comes time to build a new show? So we are actually just in the middle of trying to build a new show at the moment. Um, so what we do is we put, post out, well, I think it's changed over the years. Like you used to go to a agent and mm. then they would give you like the certain amount of acts that they have. Um, now we uh, posted a few ads on Facebook and we got like, like 3,000 messages from Circus House. So, like, they saw the reality them, show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, getting through them, that was so much work. So, then from there, we find the acts that we think would fit best with the production that we are going to do. And then just see if they're available for the season or if not, then we'll put in another act that we think that we think will fit into it. And yeah, just go from there. Okay. Um, now we always, uh, obviously we've been down the road of the glamorous and the joys of what you do, but you know, there's also that other side. It's a lot of work. Um, and some days are obviously better than others. What have been like, let's say the more treacherous times, uh, the times where you've had your most concern, you know, for the survival of the show or even, you know, r- the relationships within it. I think, um, it's happened many times in the circus where there's just a toxic work environment mm. and, you know, we try our best to make sure there's like an amazing, like a good environment for everyone to work in. Um, so I think then it's kind of hard to work in when, you know, everyone's not in it with their heart type thing. Um, but, you know, you work through those things and, uh, you try and put the best thing out that you can see on stage. Uh, I think another big thing um, that's hard is also like just, you know, especially during the pandemic, we haven't been able to get new performers in to New Zealand. So that's been a real, real challenge, um, trying to source performers to get in because you cannot enter New Zealand unless you're in a New Zealand citizen. And then even if you're a citizen, you have to go on to a lottery, which is like a MIQ thing. And um, you have to try and get in like that. And that's so hard as well um, to try and do that. Um, So to be honest, trying to find new performers has been a real hard thing during the pandemic. Mm. Now, do you think you all have somewhat of an advantage, whereas your family is just bursting full of talent? So, I mean, and would you mind giving me the age range of each child? 
So there are eight total. And so yes. I read somewhere it's like from one to 20, oh, 21 year old or something like that. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my little brother, he's two. <laughs> and then my next brother is four. And then I have a little sister and she's six. She's six. And then I have another brother that's seven. So they're the four younger ones. Right. And then we have the four older ones, which we call ourselves the original four because um, <laughs> which is so silly because uh, it was that my mum and dad had an 11 year um, gap. So then it goes, uh, my sister, she is 18. My brother, my next brother is 20. Uh, and then my next brother's 21 and I'm 22. So, wow. yeah. And your parents weren't yeah. playing. That's amazing. <laughs> no. That is yeah, so obviously the original four. You you all are in the show, and of course you all have yes. multiple. Uh, and I would, I mean, it's common that you would actually have multiple uh, skills that you display. Have you been in situations where, let's say, you're it's difficult to get as it is now to get outside entities, or you know, let's say you do get the outside entities, but they're acting up, but you got to get rid of them or whatever. And as a family, you just have to pull from your own particular talent pool and just put something together. Have you been in those types of situations? Yeah, we have, which I think is our, our most, like our most valuable thing um, during the pandemic uh, has been that we have such an arrange of acts. So um, my brothers are both globe riders. Um, so we haven't had to get a new globe rider in um, yet. Uh, my second brother actually moved to Australia last year because he uh, doesn't want to do circus anymore, which is fair enough. He doesn't. He he wants to um, uh, be a professional motocross rider. Um, so like he's doing that at the moment, which I think is so cool. And you know we support him in that. Um, so at the moment, my boyfriend and my brother are in the globe. Um, they also both jump off the Russian swing and push it. So we have a full Russian swing act just <laughs> between my family um, that we've put together along the way. Um, me and my sister both are on the Russian swing as well. Then my boyfriend is also a clown. So <laughs> that's been really handy as well. Uh I do the silks. I also do a strap act, but we've had to take that out because um, the guy that I was doing it with left, so which is fine. Um, so I do the silks and I also stand in the middle of the globe of death. And my sister, she does hula hoops and a solo trapeze act, which is like good because there's like two acts. So uh, it's been really good to have that because we can just throw in another act if we need it. So my sister actually hasn't done her trapeze act in ages mm. and someone's out of the show and we just go, okay, we're just going to throw your trapeze act in today. I'm really wow. sorry about that. Now, did um, I read somewhere that your sister was also attempting the globe? No. Okay. So that's uh, one of our girls here that does the, um, she has a whip cracking act with her family. Okay. She actually started learning the globe while she was here. And she's actually been in the globe of death now. So, which I think is so cool to, it, which gives another thing that I was saying before that like people learn new things as they're in the circus. You're doing all these wonderful things where uh, you don't just have this 
brilliant live show. And if I'm not mistaken, it's the largest circus in New Zealand. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. well, currently we're the only circus in New Zealand. There was another <laughs> one, but they closed down due to the pandemic. So uh, we are the biggest circus in New Zealand. There you um, go. Yeah. You took them out. And, and so not only do you have this um, dynamic live entity going, right? But you also have your, your life online um, and in broadcast with the reality show, with the online content. What has the reaction been from the public due to your online content, due to the reality show? How has that affected your, your business? Uh, so we started the reality show aired, I think it was June last year it aired. And uh, as it was airing, um, you know, we were doing amazing business. Uh, I don't think that was due to the reality show because I don't think it was like that up there yet. But also uh, because we were doing such good business, we um, showed the, the ads for the TV show while we're while everyone's walking in and getting seated. So that's brought the people that watch our show to the TV, which I think is really cool as well. And then also uh, now I notice, especially like while me and Kalia are working, we'll be walking around and people will just go, oh, can we just take a photo, you know? <laughs> so like that's another aspect that's uh, they'll just stop me and Kalia from like, which is fine and I like it. So I don't right. mind if they stop me. But yeah, they just stop us and they're like, sorry, I know you're working, but can we take a photo? So I think that's uh, like one thing that has changed. Um, definitely the last, this last lockdown has like put um, a hold on our business. Um, but yeah, I think that it's definitely helped them. So with the lockdown, um, obviously it's affected your live show. Um, but yeah. Your fortune is you you have all of this content that's already out there and season two is starting yeah. um, if it hasn't debuted already. Does that give you a kind of sense of security being in this place where, you know, unfortunately we're in the middle of a pandemic. So the live show can be hit or miss, you know, depending on what the ordinances are and what's going on with uh, COVID cases. Do you feel that yeah. you have this kind of security having done the work and building your online content, uh, building your personalities uh, in the press, in the media, on television? Do you feel a little more secure than you would have normally felt if you all were just a live show? You know, I think I think because of the TV show, people know what they're coming to see. People know that it's quality live entertainment um, that they're coming to see. So I think in that respect that it definitely is um, like that people know what they're coming to see and they know that it's going to be a good show. So they're, they're, they're okay with spending the money in this time. Uh, but, you know, people that haven't seen it, you know, they see the circus, you know, some people still have a notion about the circus. So, you know, sometimes they won't, you know, come and see it, which I think gives like a little bit of not so much security. And you're just like, you know, you're still, mm -hmm. I think you're still on edge about it. But I definitely think that people have um, seen the TV show and they're like, yes, we know that this is the Webb family. They're going to give us good entertainment. So I think in that respect, yeah, definitely. And in light of that, 
um, I think it's safe to say the Weber family has become, you know, ambassadors for this genre. You have this this incredible platform that's obviously doing well. You're the second highest rated show on Bravo uh, TV New Zealand. That's a that's an amazing uh, feat. And I think personally, you know, us being in this industry, I think that's sort of a clarion call for the rest of us in this industry to really, really start buckling down and paying attention to the, the, the advantages of content, having content out there, because you all sort of drew them to you having the, yeah. the, the YouTube channel. Yeah. I, yeah. That I just, I definitely think that um, circuses in general, and now I see it a lot with TikTok and stuff like that. People are posting more content about the circus and educating people that the circus is not something because I think some movies and stuff like that don't depict it very well and different things like that but I think that you know now people are seeing like wow the circus has actually not changed so much um because I think circus has been pretty you know the same all the time but um that people are getting a different perspective on the circus that people also see different things and they're like wow like we should go see the show like because I see things on TikTok about the circus and I'm like uh, about different circuses around the world and I'm like wow this is like amazing content like I would go see this show so I think that that's something that people are starting to realize that to have the cir- a circus you know advertising online and doing online content is a big advantage to um to show people what you're what you're going to give them when they come into your show. And you said something earlier that I think is so very important, which was the motivation behind your family really investing in the content. And and really, I, I want listeners to understand this content is really great quality content. It's not like you're just running around with your iPhones or your you know whatever and taping a bunch of things like I would. But like you actually invested in putting something together to give the public to see not necessarily the actual show itself, but the life of the circus circus artist, the circus family. Yeah. And it's very intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually hired a a person to do this specific job. So we hired a... Her name's Brooke. She's actually on the TV show. You'll see her on the TV show. Um, We hired her specifically to do our media content. And her job was literally to just follow us all around with a camera and try and get content. Because my mum came up with this idea. She goes, you know, I really want to do the reality TV show, but, like, we should do YouTube because, you know, we're I think that's a good way to start. And... So we were like, yeah, well, let's post YouTube videos because I think that's such a good platform to do it on. And um, so she, my mom had this idea. We hired someone. We bought the computer. We bought a proper camera. You know, we bought millions and millions of hard drives (laughs) because to get that type of content, you need so many hard drives. And there's so much content that we actually didn't even post, you know, so... I think that's like, you know, we did put the time and the money into hiring a person to make sure that we got that content for so that everyone can see that behind the scenes, the circus is, you know, just as fun as you see it on stage. 
I, I just really have to say again, and I think I told you before we got on, but of course, obviously, I'm, I'm a big groupie of your mom. I think your mom is just amazing. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, she's like this amazing matriarch who's forward thinking. And I, I just have to commend her for that. I mean, obviously, she's business savvy. She's running her family. She's keeping things in order. And she's also thinking of the future. How important is it? to have someone within your team and maybe I'm getting you to campaign a little bit, but um, maybe it's important for us to hear this as, uh, as a circus community, you know, the importance of having a team that is forward thinking, you know, we have moved into sort of a new kind of another evolution, if you will, um, as far as live entertainment is concerned, not just circus, but, Everyone, we're going to have to figure out how we get our the thing we love out there to the masses mm. and how do we draw them in and how do we, I guess, humanize our story. And I think what you all have done, which is why I told you I was so proud. Of, I'm so proud of your family for for making Thank this so leap because you're getting to tell the story of the circus from your perspective. It's not some Hollywood producer you know, mangling yeah. it. It's not somebody, you know, who, you know, using their own one little trauma at the show and then mangle it. But this is, these are the real people. They live it, they breathe it, they're born into it several generations and they get to tell their story. To have that kind of opportunity is really, it's really something to envy, I think. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I definitely think that, you know, uh, like you said, the circus is always evolving. We're always getting new and exciting things to get people motivated to come to the show. Like years and years ago, it was elephants, like come see the elephants. And because uh, different things have um, made that not possible, I think then you went to the motorbikes, like come see the motorbikes, which is a big draw card for us especially. Um, and then, you know, you always got to listen. And my dad always says this. He says, you always got to listen to the younger generation because they are like living in this century where everyone wants to do, you know, social media and stuff like that. And um, so I think we are real big on social media at the moment because that's a real big thing for people at the moment. Like everyone's on social media and all that stuff. So we really want to just kind of keep up with the times and you know make sure that all our content is um you know portraying that again it just gives you that opportunity to tell your story as it is you know yeah I mean, and and as it really is and it's not filtered through some outside entity assuming what what circus people are like but again, you're a real yeah. family, a close family. You play, work, travel together. For some people, that might drive them crazy. But clearly, you all are still getting along. I mean, look, I mean, you're yeah. you all are glamorous, you're dynamic, you're talented. I mean, do you, and obviously, you know, it's very real. I'm sure you have those times where you, you kind of get sick of each other. But this is a charming, I, I just think you have such a charming existence. And how much longer do you see yourself performing and then maybe transitioning into maybe being a content creator yourself uh producer do you see yourself doing that um as the years go i like to think realistically um because i know other people work much longer 
um, I think realistically I'd have at least like six to eight years left of performing, mm. um, like doing aerial and stuff like that. I think any more than that I would be um, – <laughs> I'd be far too broken. I already have like so many, like I get up in the morning and I'm like cracking here, cracking there, you know. I think realistically, I would say six to eight years, I'd want to keep performing. I really, we, uh, my sister and I are actually uh, training to do flying trapeze at the moment. So I'd really like to see that through. I'd really love to have that in the show, um, which we're working on for our next show. Um, so I'd really love to do that um, and get a few good years out of that. But, you know, I think that I have to think realistically as well. And what do I want to do after I can no longer get the motivation to, you know, do all the big stuff on stage? Now, your, your family's been called the Kiwi Cardassians. And I know your mother's oh. not a fan of that. And I wouldn't be either. But um, speaking of the Cardassians, right, um, do you foresee your family probably parlaying the, the reality show and, you know, your, your presence um, in the content space into endorsement deals, products? Have you been approached by uh, major brands to partner with them? Uh, so we have been approached by a few brands to partner with them. But I don't think that we would want to, like, uh, do something that would, you know, not really sit with what we're putting out. So right. uh, nothing's really fit at the moment. Um, but definitely if, like, brands approached us and stuff like that and we thought that definitely that is, like, what we want to show to people and we think that it's, like, a good product or whatever like that, then definitely we would. Um but yeah, so I think that definitely it's a possibility. But yeah, just something that we want to endorse. <laughs> now, you just hit on something that I think is really crucial, where, you know, someone in your position, someone in your you know, family in your position now, which is a wonderful, delicious position to be in, where you do have opportunities, I'm sure, that are constantly coming your way. How do you have it within yourself to really discern what's best as a family, as a brand, because not everybody has that, you know, I mean, people will get tempted by, you know, the money or the opportunity or what have you. And, you know, even if it may be a good opportunity on the outside, it may not necessarily be um, conducive to your brand. When you all make these decisions, I'm assuming, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that you all are really making them in regards to your family and your brand status? Yeah, definitely. So we've been approached by um, one of our more recent ones that we've been approached by. Uh, you know, we thought that it would be good for our brand and we sat down as a family and we spoke about it um, and we were like, yeah, we think this is going to be really good. But, you know, then we don't also want to sell ourselves out for more than we think that will work as well. So, like, then we're like, no, then we shouldn't do something if we're not going to be, you know, in it 100%. So, we definitely, we sit down as a family and we talk about it before we do it. You know what I'm saying? No, I like that. That's, 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 that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Okay. Well, now you're, uh, you're engaged. Congratulations to you. And, uh, um, you know, maybe you'll have eight kids of your own, too. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> 
I don't think I could do that. I don't know how she does it. My mom does it. So like, I don't think I could do it. I'm telling you, your mother, Marie is a miracle. I'm just going to call her Miracle Marie because she's something else. I'm going to have to tune back in. We're going to have to have a whole segment with her because she uh, is yeah. really a fascinating, fascinating human being. What is, is her, what is her, uh, like her, I guess her official title? Uh, so tour manager. So she gets all our grounds. She does all the pays. She does she does like all the all the real hard stuff that's what she does um so yeah that's her official title she's a mother (laughs) yeah that's awesome and dad um your your father what does he harry what does he do oh he is uh so he will say to my mom like you know they like we all make our decisions together even with the business like my mom and my dad never say you know they never say to us it's our business not yours you know they say it's our family business and we have to make the decisions together so my dad always uh says oh guys you know because he's been doing this for ages his family came to new zealand and done the weber brothers tour um many many years ago uh and he goes i think this town would be best for us to go to next then this town then this town and then my mum will you know go on to those towns and be like can we go here uh, can we come to your town and then if if we can't, then, you know, we'll work together to see what what to do next. And, yeah, it's just one big family operation. <laughs> right, right. So, so those decisions that, are just made corporately. Yeah, yeah. You know, my dad does make the big decisions uh, in mm. that regard. But, you know, they always come to us and they say, you know, this is like a family thing. Uh, so, you know, they make the big decisions together and then they come to us. And I think that that's what's so amazing is that they actually really um, ask us for our opinions and they will never not ask us. And even with the show, like uh, my dad uh, just said, Kiana, you know, I think you would be really good at this job to put the show together and this and this and this. And so he lets me do all that stuff and then I come to him and he always goes I think that's good but I think you know we could do it better in this respect and all this different stuff so they really encourage us to to do new and exciting things and even when we were growing up in the circus they never said oh you have to learn to act they waited for us to come to them and be like you know I really want to do this so so everybody really just kind of fell into it so this wasn't forced on you this no, life. no, mm. not at all. Not at all. They were always like, you know, uh, we have this amazing performer in. Uh, she is willing to practice with you. Do you want to practice with her? It's up to you. And I, I would always be like, yes, please. <laughs> so they would always they would always ask us. They wouldn't say, no, you have to go to practice right now. They would always leave it up to us to make those decisions for ourselves. Where do you see yourselves going maybe five years from now? You know, I think uh, COVID has really halted our plans because we never expected, even though we love it so much, we never expected to be in New Zealand this long. Uh, Before we came to New Zealand, we were in uh, South Korea and then we were also in South Africa. We were also in Australia before that. So we really love touring the world. And Mm. I think I thank my parents so much for that because we, have re- like we spent 10 months in South Africa. I swear it's one of the most amazing 
experiences I've ever had. I'd done it when I was 16, which I think 16-year-olds just don't get to go and live in South Africa for 10 months. Um, and I think it's one of the most beautiful countries and I recommend to anyone that wants to go there for a holiday, do. Um, you know, you you have to be very careful, but it's seriously, it's one of the most beautiful countries. Uh, we spent 10 months there and, you know, I think those opportunities too were so good. But definitely our five-year plan <laughs> would probably be to travel outside of New Zealand and just keep growing you know uh, I think you know you start from one place and you want to always get up to another place uh, right now at the end of February uh, the circus will be showing in in Australia Poland the UK and there's one other country I can't remember the other country, one more country it's showing in. So I think that even is expanding what we had thought um, in the first place. So that's another thing that's really going to escalate our five-year plan. Is it easier to get dates now than it was before? I mean, uh, is it more, is it easier? Uh, is it you know, you know, we, we found a lot of trouble when we first came back to New Zealand, just other circuses like restricting you and saying to the council, like they're only coming in here for a couple of weeks and they're going to be leaving the country type thing, yeah. um, type thing. But I think, you know, New Zealand has been so welcoming to us. So we've never had trouble trying to find dates. But I think definitely people start to watch and they are like, yes, you know, of course, da 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 so I think that, yeah, that's something that's, yeah, definitely affected it. Now, I mean, our time zones, you know, again, I, I thank you for taking the time. This is so amazing. I'm speaking to you. You're all the way in New Zealand. I'm here in the United States, by the way of Florida. And uh, it's evening where I'm at and it's in the afternoon where you're at. And this is just incredible. Yes. You're in a you're in a whole different day. <laughs> you yes. know, like it's Wednesday where you're at. It's Tuesday where I'm at. And I think this is just so wonderful. It's like how we can have this uh, kind of communication and uh, really. Yeah, I love that technology has evolved like this, especially because like uh, with the pandemic that um, you get to FaceTime your family, which I love. I mm. love FaceTiming my family in Australia. Um, so I think that that's like one of the most amazing things. We're actually in summer now and it doesn't get dark here till like 10 o'clock. That's that is, that is amazing. That is amazing. See, you're making me jealous again because I, I mean, I would love that. That is so awesome. It's so it's oh, it's not that jealous because it's like so cold here at the moment. Uh, we're down in Dunedin, which is the like towards the bottom of the South Island, mm. so we haven't really had summer, which I think is like it's kind of bad because like we've had no summer at all. Wow, this has been really an absolute pleasure. Um, I, I can imagine I'm going to have to speak to more members of your family, preferably the the mighty matriarch herself, Marie, um, because I just uh, think yes. you're awesome. Um, and I, I, I uh, thank you so much. I, yes, absolutely. I think what you're doing is really going to to be a game changer for the genre itself. And you know, speaking of which, because you know, you know, we we can be funny as as a community. Have you have you had to deal with the haters? Uh, you know, I think the circus industry sometimes can be really toxic and no, I haven't had any encounters yet, but also, you know, I think that, you know, uh, something good for the circus industry, no one should 
have to complain about, you know what I'm saying? I think that it's beneficial for everyone to show everyone that circus is more than what you see on stage. Mm. Um, so, yeah, not well, yet. I haven't had to deal with the haters yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to uh, dare you to throw in your, uh, your content creator producer's hat. And so if I, here I am, if I came to you, I'm going, listen, I have my, my show out here in Florida or whatever. And, you know, I want to grow it or what have you. I have a tent show. It's a one ring, you know, we've got some great acts and it's lovely locally. You know, what would I be, what would, what would Kirana say to me as far as growing that? What would be your primary advice? You know, I would say, you know, even start with your iPhone and just film behind the scenes because I think that's what people want to see people want to see real people doing real things and you know we are we are of course we are real people doing real things but like be be yourself like you know uh don't don't try and put on more of an act than what you see on stage you know you be yourself do what you love and just film it and just have fun with that and just show everyone because people love 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 to watch circus performers do practicing and all these different things so mm. i think like that's such an advantage for us because people love seeing people do amazing things and you know i think that's that's what we do you know it's it's a given with our field i mean you yeah. hit on it earlier about you know these tiktok influencers i think i i, I was reading this wonderful article where they said like the hashtag for circus is like 4.6 billion, you know, I yeah, mean, 4.6 billion views. So clearly we still have this magic that people want to um, share in. And even I've had so many like little girls come up to me since the TV show has aired and they will come up to me and they'll go, Kiana, can you watch me do a bridge? Can you watch me do splits? And, you know, uh, they like they go and then their mums go up to me and they go after watching you and your sister on the circus this is all they want to do like they just mm. want to you know so I think it exposes uh the younger generation as well to you know go out and do something different don't just sit on your phone all day and go out and you know do do something you know out in your backyard you know you don't have to have professional gym there's so many videos online um, that you can learn from. So I think that's that's cool as well. You can always start somewhere. And are you seeing more of that? Like, I mean, your show definitely um, bodes well for women in the circus. I think you all are really phenomenal ambassadors for that. I mean, that's always been circus culture, seeing women out front. You know, I mean, that's one of the things I think is a major highlight um, in your show. We're seeing women actually run this show. And star yeah. in, the show, in conjunction with the men, but it, you know, when we, you know, we talk about all of the challenges that go on in regular society to see in the yeah. circus, like women who are out here, not just being glamorous and dynamic and super athletes and artists, but also knowing the technical aspects of their show, knowing how to build it, sell it the whole bit. I I'm, I'm guessing that's also having some kind of interesting effect on a lot of young ladies who may be watching the show and little girls who might be watching the show to think differently and broader. 
Definitely. I think, you know, just, just by seeing how many little girls come up to me during the show and just want to show me their tricks and, you know, their parents send me videos on Instagram and all that. Um, and they just, they just want to, you know, they want to experience, you know, what we're experiencing. And I think that's so cool for the circus industry, especially that people want to do what we're doing. So I think that's, that's really cool. I love it. Well, Kiana Weber, superstar, well, budding superstar, budding big time TV star. I I really appreciate you stopping by here in Centering. It has been a pleasure to feature you. And uh, we look forward to having more conversations. Oh, absolutely. We have to have more conversations because uh, your family is really amazing. Uh, Please give, give Marie my best, of course, of course, your whole family, but let Marie know she has a big fan here in the States. <laughs> I will tell her. She will be she she will definitely come on. You just that you just ask and I'll get her. Oh, this is that'll that'll be wonderful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages and all else in between, you've been here in centering with the fabulous Kiana Weber. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks again to Kiana Weber. The Circus Voices 2022 Spring Season is a co-production between Circus Talk and In Centering. Join Circus Talk today and find the talent or the job you've been looking for on the Circus Industries International Casting Marketplace. We have a special offer for Circus Voices listeners. Receive 15% off your annual membership by using the code... Circus Voices 2022. Our podcast design was created by Emily Holt and music composed by Book Kinnison. You can follow the Circus Voices podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. This episode is also available on circustalk.com and the YouTube channel Big Top Voice. <laughs>